0: great news everyone Jesus is alive and well this is Glenn Raglan educational and transformational ministries great ministries welcome to this week's podcast let's pray father we thank you again for this week's podcast we pray for a decrease in COVID-19 virus positive tests we pray for peace in our cities we pray for the supporters of great ministries And thank you for an awesome first year. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to this week's Great Ministry Podcast. Again, we are celebrating one year in existence. And I'd like to thank my ministry advisors, pastors Wayne Green, Charles Kennedy, and Florence Parsons. Also, thanks To my great ministry financial supporters and my faithful podcast listeners as well as those who have shared the ministry this has been an incredible first year but my god is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us thank you friends for allowing the word of god to be a blessing in your life now let's continue with the parables of jesus the parable of the wedding feast is found in Matthew 22, verses 1 through 14. It reads, And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. Again he sent out servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. My friends, in this parable, God is the king, Jesus is the son, and those invited were the Jews. The wedding is an invitation to heaven. Jesus continues in verse 5, But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them but when the king heard about it, he was furious. He sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Folks, the invitation went out twice to the Jews first, but they rejected the request. It was business as usual, too engrossed in the day-to-day activities. God had selected the Jews to tell the world about the Messiah, but instead they killed the prophets who were messengers of God. God used several armies to punish Israel, and the Roman army would destroy Jerusalem and the temple in 70 AD. Jesus would finish the parable in verse 8, saying, Then he said to the servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited are not worthy. Therefore go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So the servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good and the wedding hall was filled with guests. My friends, the Jews rejected the summons, but thank God he didn't give up on us, for we are those in the highway, the good and the bad, who have been invited to heaven, but you must accept the invitation. The parable of the ten virgins and the parable of the talents are both unique to Matthew's gospel. The parable of the ten virgins is found in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 12. The parable of the ten virgins is a parable about preparing for Jesus' return. Jesus relays this story about five virgins who took oil for their lamps and five foolish virgins who took no oil. As they slept, waiting on the bridegroom, he appeared at midnight. When the five wise bridesmaids refused to share their oil, the five foolish bridesmaids had to leave the wedding to buy oil. While they were gone, the wedding started and the door was shut. When the foolish virgins came back to the wedding, they said, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered with the five words nobody wants to hear. I do not know you. Jesus has instructed his followers to watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. So, my friends, how do we get ready and stay ready for his return? First, we are to exemplify faithfulness. Our faith is certainly being tested in today's climate. Second, we are to recognize God's activity. Do you recognize God's hand at work, allowing COVID-19, allowing civil unrest, allowing political strife, allowing churches to sit empty, allowing fires to burn unchecked, just so that he gets to glory? And yet man refuses to give him the praise due him. I keep hearing people talk about getting back to normal. Well, I've got news for you. There is no going back to normal. The third thing we should do to get ready and stay ready for Christ's return is to help people know about salvation. We are not called to rest on our laurels after we are saved. Jude 23 says, And some have compassion, making a distinction, but others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. As Christians, we have an obligation to keep as many people as we can from going to hell. The parable of the talents is found in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30. In this parable, Jesus is about to leave this earth, but before he departs, he gives each of us something. In the parable, a gold talent is worth $1.4 million in today's money. But what Jesus leaves a Christian with is a saved soul. How much is your saved soul worth? It is priceless. The master gives one servant five talents, one servant two talents, and the third servant one talent. The servant who was given five talents doubled his and turned it into ten talents. The servant who had two talents turned his into four talents. But the servant who had one talent buried his. When the master returned, he praised the first two servants for they took what was given to them and doubled it. My Christian comrades, some of us have the ability to lead multiple people to Christ, while some may only lead a few. But if you take your God-given abilities and don't use them at all, burying your skills, you end up like the third servant, chastised for being lazy. The two parables in Matthew 25 teach us to be prepared for the return of Jesus and to be good stewards of the resources he has given us, one of which is time. There are seven unique parables of Jesus found in Luke's gospel, starting with the parable of the two debtors, found in Luke 7, verses 41 through 43. This parable is an answer to the statement made to Jesus when he was invited to the house of a Pharisee for dinner. The woman, who was known to be a sinner, came to Jesus with an expensive bottle of perfume. She washed the feet of Jesus with her tears, dried his feet with her hair, poured oil on his feet, and kissed them. When Simon the Pharisee saw this, he reasoned that Jesus could not be a prophet, for if he was, he would know this woman was a sinner. Jesus begins his parable by telling Simon that he has something to say to him. Jesus said there was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave both of them. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And Jesus said to him, You have rightly judged. Folks, our sins are many, some more than others. Our past are filled with guilt, some heavier than others. None of us are in a position to pass judgment on another, since we all have sinned against God. The greater the sin, the greater the grace that's given. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for this year. Teach us to stay prepared for your return and to be good stewards with the time that you have given to us. We continue to ask for forgiveness of all of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer requests as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org click on the Donate button. Or you may mail your check to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed. Stay safe and have a great week.